Welcome to Modern Body, Modern Life, the podcast for women who want to lose weight permanently, feel in control around food, and learn how to stop obsessing about their body and food. A modern way of thinking about your weight, your body, and your life includes mindset. I'm body and life coach Courtney Gray, and each week I'm going to teach you the mindset tools that are necessary for changing the way you eat forever. We will uncover why you're eating when you said you were going to stop, what to do when you're really craving something, and how important it is to decide what you want to believe is possible for you. I believe we can get in the best shape of our lives at any age. A modern body, a modern life all starts in your mind. And when you learn how to manage that, losing weight permanently becomes so much easier. Welcome to the podcast, episode two, my story. First of all, how great is that intro music? I was so excited. I spent way too long this time picking out intro music, but I wanted it. I wanted to feel the music in my body. You know, when you hear a song and you're like, oh my God, I always feel like when I hear a song that really speaks to me, that I feel like I breathe differently for a minute. I'm being a little woo woo, but I feel like I'm like, oh my God. So anyways, that's, I love my intro music. So my name is Courtney Gray. I am a body and life coach. This podcast is going to introduce you to me and my experience with my body and my weight and my brain. For most of my life, I have never talked about all of this and when about my body and my life and my brain. And and when I started to, I have had so many women tell me that they feel the same way I did, that they struggle in the same way. And it's not something we really talk about over dinner and at social events. It's not like, hi, Courtney, how are you doing? Well, you know, I'm pretty tortured about my food and my body and all day long I'm, I'm thinking about how I can, you know, promise myself to do better, knowing that I won't do better, wanting to lose weight, feeling like it's pretty impossible, trying to convince myself it doesn't matter that I should just accept myself and my aging body. You know, I mean, other than that, I'm doing totally great. Can you imagine? No, those conversations don't happen. So I hope if you resonate with my experience that I talk about, you'll continue to listen, head to my website, join my email list. I send two to three emails a week and they're very motivational, inspirational, and they're teaching emails as well. And you'll also hear about any masterclasses I have coming up and workshops and webinars and any special programs that I'm running. And of course, if you are interested in scheduling a consultation with me, there is a link there as well in the show notes. I would love to talk to you about you working with me one-on-one as a client and me helping you through all of this. So I want you to hear what I have gone through in order to get to a place where I enjoy my body. I now feel in control around food. I talk nicely to myself, even though I'm not perfect, even though I don't do things perfectly. I eat really well most of the time, but I also love me a good chocolate chip cookie and a sweet potato French fry. Getting dressed is so easy because everything fits and I'm not putting my pants on and muffin topping over and then trying to find a shirt that isn't too tight so you can see the muffin top. And then what if someone touches my waist and oh my God, oh my God, do you know what I'm talking about? I'm not trying to hide different body parts. I'm at peace in my mind around all of it. 
I like food, but food is not a big deal in my life. It's so interesting too, because I think back to how this was a struggle for me for a long time. I think back to when I was in vacation on Hawaii and I think I was like 19 years old. I graduated high school, maybe 18 or 19. And I remember, I look back at myself now, I should have been a nudist. I looked amazing, (laughs) right? But I did not think I looked good at all. I did not think I was good enough. I didn't think I looked good. And I look at myself now and I have stretch marks from having really big babies and I have some cellulite and I look at me now and I feel so good about myself, even though I'm not perfect because I'm not trying to be perfect. I'm really trying to feel like I look good and be healthy. And so it is, it is just such a gift that I have been able to do this work and I'm in this space now. But this, this wasn't always the case. So let me tell you how it used to be for me. The most weight I ever gained in my life was about 70 pounds when I was pregnant with my twins. One of my boys was eight pounds. The other was six pounds, 11 ounces for twins. That's like 15 pounds of baby kids. (laughs) They were big babies. It was amazing. We were so grateful to have such big babies. Most twins on average, I think they're about five pounds each. And so mine were eight and six, 11. It was amazing. I gained weight really quickly when I was pregnant. I did this intentionally. I was very, very nauseous and sick and throwing up a lot in the beginning. And so I was really kind of force feeding myself because I wanted my boys to be big. And I felt like if I could gain weight, then they could gain weight. So I I gained weight pretty quickly. And I remember one time um, the doctor said to me, whoa, you know, you've gained, I think one time I gained like six pounds in a week or something. And he said it in a very nice way, but he goes, oh, you might want to like slow down on that weight gain. You've really gained a lot this week. And I said, Oh, is it bad for the babies? And he goes, no, it's not bad for the babies. It's just any kind of, and I go, what? And he goes, well, the more you gain, the more you're going to have to lose. It's going to be hard to lose it. And I was, I wasn't worried at that point. I wasn't worried about that, but truthfully, it wasn't hard. It wasn't hard for me to lose the weight. I didn't breastfeed very long, but I did breastfeed for two babies for a few weeks. So the weight came off pretty quick. For me, the battle that was torturous was years later, and it was really over about 12 pounds. Now stay with me here. I know that there are some women listening that are probably thinking only 12 pounds. I would kill to only have 12 pounds to lose. I've had people say that to me before. So some of you might be thinking your situation is different, but I promise you the mental space I was in was painful and the work I did to lose that weight and keep it off will work for you as well. In fact, I work with a lot of women who want to lose 10 or 20 pounds and they, they keep, just like me, they keep telling themselves this shouldn't be so hard. And then they toggle, they toggle back and forth between this shouldn't be so hard. What is wrong with me? Why can't I do this? And then they toggle back to why does it even matter? I should just accept myself. My partner thinks I'm great. What is the big deal? But it matters. Even five pounds changes how you fit in your clothes. It matters. The fact that you keep thinking about it means it matters to you. But more than the weight for me, and I believe for you as well, the mental war I was consistently battling in my head was what was painful, was probably the most painful. And this is what my clients tell me as well. They say, yes, I want to lose weight, but I want to stop the war in my head. I want to stop the ping ponging and I want to stop just the constantly thinking about food and thinking about my body. I was really unhappy with my weight. I was really unhappy with how my clothes fit. 
I would walk into my closet in the morning and again, it was, I don't even know what to wear because I can, I fit into these pants, but I don't have a top that hides my muffin top. And then this top, if I wear, it's too short with these pants because the pants have to be, you know, pulled down. I mean, it was just, it was just chaotic and time consuming and crazy. I would constantly, constantly be making promises to start Monday. I wouldn't even wait for Monday, actually. It was always, I'm going to start tomorrow. I, it's like, I'm going to start tomorrow, and then tomorrow would start, and I would do well at breakfast time. Breakfast has always been pretty easy for me. And then I would do well till right around 3 or 4 o'clock, and then it was this cycle of all of a sudden, it was like I changed my mind. Do you ever feel this way? Like you literally all day, you're like, it matters to me. It matters to me. It matters to me. And all of a sudden you get to the, I call it the fuck it's like, fuck it. It's like, it's all of a sudden you change your mind. And it just was torturous for me. I was constantly going back and forth between, yes, I'm doing this to what does it matter? I just need to accept myself the way I am. I knew what to eat. I just couldn't get myself to consistently eat it. No one in my life knew I felt this way. Not even my husband really didn't know the extent of the war that played out in my head every day. It makes me a little emotional to even think about it right now. The amount of time I thought about my body and my weight and my food was outrageous. I felt obsessed. I felt crazy. And if I ever did kind of bring it up to friends, they would very lovingly, really, truly lovingly shut me down. You look great. Stop which actually made me feel even more crazy because why, what was wrong with me that I spent so much time thinking about this? I felt like my life was amazing in every area except for this one. I kept promising myself that I would just diet for two weeks and then everything would be so much better. And then I would last about six hours. And again, like I told you, I would tell myself I deserved a treat for even going six hours and then I would eat. And then the cycle would start again. I would end up losing some weight on a diet of some kind, and then I would gain it back. Of course, I would gain it back, and then I would be telling myself that something was wrong with me because I was gaining it back. Why couldn't I follow through? I must not want it enough. I must not be committed enough. But I did want it, and I was committed, right? I remember thinking, if I could lose this weight, my life would be so much better. And you know what? My life is so much better. I'm going to be honest. My life is so much better, but it is so much more than weight loss. Yes, I love how I look in my jeans. I love being healthy. I love feeling great in a swimsuit. I love feeling great naked. It is so fun. But life is so much better because of the peace and control and confidence I feel. The control I feel around food. Going to a party and not feeling overwhelmed all night because I'm hyper-focused by the appetizers they're serving. Going to a restaurant and feeling confident that I'm going to order food that feels good in my body and that at the end of the night, I'm going to be glad I ate. Being alone in my house and still making good choices even though no one is there to witness what I'm putting in my mouth. Knowing I will always feel in control over my weight and my body and food as my body continues to age and change. And this is what I mean when I say it's more than weight loss. It's the mental aspect as well. So how did I get here? You might want to know. The answer is coaching. The answer is learning how to manage my mind. 
I hired a life coach years ago because I wanted to make more money in my jewelry business. I had this big jewelry business for years. I still actually have it. And I was at this place where I'd make it about a hundred thousand a year. And I, I felt like I was doing all the things and I'm like, Oh, there's gotta be something else. And I have always been into self-help and listening to all the major thought leaders out there. But I was like, I think I'm going to hire, I'm going to invest in a coach. This is going to help me. So I invested in a life coach. I really thought we were going to talk all about strategy and entrepreneurship and money mindset, but it was so much more. I learned that mindset, our beliefs. So when I say mindset, you might be like, what does that mean? Mindset, meaning our beliefs, our thoughts, they're driving everything we do. Let me say that again, because it is to me, gospel (laughs) mindset, which is our beliefs and our thoughts drives everything we do. I learned that our thoughts create our feelings. And when we feel a certain way, this determines what we do or what we don't do. And in terms of weight loss, when we feel a certain way, it determines what we put in our mouth. It determines if we actually go to the gym or if we actually go on a walk. So ultimately our mindset creates the results in our lives. For me, coaching with a private coach changed my life in every area. I started making more money in my business. I started enjoying my business more. I started parenting differently and that had a huge impact on my kids. My marriage got stronger. All my relationships got stronger and I started really thinking differently about me. I started thinking differently about my body and my weight and I really realized that it was not good how much I was thinking about all of it. And because I was learning that we can determine the results in our lives by changing our mindset, I went all in on fixing my mindset around my body and food. I was like, enough of this. I'm going to use everything I'm learning from my coach and with thought work and apply it to my body. And while I was at it, I also decided to get certified as a life coach. At first, I was not planning on like being a life coach, like actually making money as a life coach and helping other people. I really just wanted to advance my life and my family's life even more because my family was seeing results of me coaching myself as well. In fact, I remember when I decided to become a life coach, when I decided to go through a certification program, I was talking to my kids about it and my kids said that they could see how our family was different by me being coached. I mean, how amazing is that? Your teenage son saying, yeah, I can see what you're learning and you're doing things differently. It's changing all of us. It's changing us as a family. And so I decided to then become a life coach because what I've learned is too good not to share. So here are some of the main concepts I'm going to be talking about on this Modern Body, Modern Life podcast that really helped me lose weight permanently. And I'm going to have tons of different podcasts that dive into all of these. So the first one is the importance of our self-concept. What we think about ourselves, what we think about is possible for us, our bodies, our minds, how much money we make, the way we live our lives, how early we get up in the morning, what kind of person we are, the self-concept we have of ourselves is so important. It affects how we live our lives and you can change your self-concept. And the first step is becoming aware of your self-concept. What do you think of you? And is it serving you? We're going to talk a lot about that. I'm going to talk about why we eat. 
Obviously, we need to eat in order to survive, but most of us are eating and overeating to not feel negative emotion. Whether we are stressed or bored or worried or we're having doubt or we feel shame or insecure, all of those negative emotions, we get a moment of escape when we put something in our mouth. We need to figure out why we are eating in the first place. What is driving you? This is what diets don't do. We need to figure out what is driving you to eat in the first place. For me, one of the biggest reasons I ate more than I wanted to or I ate things that I didn't want to was because I was bored. And that was a real shock to me. Bored doesn't seem that bad until you do the work to actually sit with boredom and not eat. It's hard. So I'm going to be talking about why we eat and it is to not feel negative emotions. I'm going to be talking about how food does not have to be a party in our mouth. This is something I came up with a few years ago, and it really is true. We are constantly thinking, ah, what sounds good? What sounds good? What so-? We say what sounds good, but what we really mean by that is what, what is going to taste good? And I get it. Again, I love cookies. I love me some sweet potato french fries. I love a really yummy soup. I get it. But we don't always have to have everything we put in our mouth taste good. As a society, we've decided that everything has to taste good. We make even healthy food taste good, right? That's what we're all getting messages. It's going to taste good. It's going to be easy. Every once in a while, you can put something in your food that just serves your body that's not a party in your mouth. I'm going to be talking about how to follow through because you don't have to be motivated. So many people tell me all the time, oh, you're so motivated. Oh, you're so inspirational. I'm not motivated. I don't want to do half of the stuff I do. I know how to follow through. I know how to trust myself and I'm going to teach you how to do the same. How to process emotions. One of the things we need to do instead of eating to avoid emotions is we need to be able to process emotions. You need to be able to feel stressed and know what to do with that stress without turning to food. Because if you don't turn to food, you're just sitting there thinking this feels horrible. I'm going to teach you how to actually process it and allow it what to do with cravings and urges for food. And one of the things I hear a lot in the diet industry is this idea that you're going to get to this point where you don't have urges for food, you don't have cravings, and I totally disagree. I am at a great place. I described it to you earlier. I'm at a great place in my life. And if you come in with a big plate of brownies that have just been baked, I am going to have a craving for one. 100%. I know what to do with that and I don't have to have a brownie. I can stay true to myself. But we are going to have cravings and we are going to have urges for food. And what do we do with them? I'm going to teach you what to do with them. I'm going to teach you about the importance of finding evidence that supports what we want to believe is possible for us. That's a lot. So I'm going to say it again. The importance of finding evidence that supports what we want to believe is possible. So what I mean by this is, is you want to believe that you can lose weight for the last time. You want to believe that you can do this work and actually feel the way I told you I feel. But right now there's a big part of you that doesn't believe that. You need to create and find evidence that you can. You need to look at other areas in your life and say, have I committed to other areas of my life? Have I been successful in other areas of my life? You need to listen to this podcast and try some of the the techniques and the mindset strategies I offer and try them out. 
How did you do? If you did well, use that as evidence. I can do things differently. Try to look for people around you. And I often always say like, I know we're all, most of us are on Instagram. And if you're on Instagram, start following women that are doing amazing things that you want to do. Start following and finding evidence that others are doing it. So maybe you can too. If you say to yourself, I'm too old to lose weight, you are going to find evidence to support that. We always find evidence to support what we believe. So you need to find evidence to support a new belief. Find evidence that you can do things differently. Find evidence that there are other women even older than you making big strides in their lives, losing weight, getting in shape, and feeling happier than ever. I'm going to teach you how to listen to your body. Hunger, my friends, is not an emergency. So many people are never even experiencing hunger because they are literally hand to mouth all day, snacking all day. We have more food available to us than ever before in the history of being a human. The problem is, is if we are snacking all day, usually, I'm usually right about this, we're not snacking on broccoli and celery. We're snacking on crap. And so can you allow yourself to get hungry? Can you listen to your body when you're eating and go, you know what? I think I'm satisfied and stop. You will be amazed at the weight loss that can happen when you allow hunger and listen to your body. We're going to talk about how our brains work and why we have thoughts like, just eat it. You totally deserve it. That's a thought I always had. In fact, sometimes I still have that thought. Oh my God, you totally deserve it. You've been so good. (laughs) It's such a crappy thought. I'm going to teach you about how our brain works. That's our primitive brain trying to make us feel happy and safe and joyful in the moment. It's totally normal. It really is our basic survival instinct, but we can, we can override it and I will teach you how. And there's going to be so much more I teach you. I named this podcast Modern Body, Modern Life because the way we have been losing weight and eating and trying to maintain the bodies we want is not working. We know this. This podcast is going to help you learn the mindset tools necessary to live in a body you love where you feel in control around food and in control of your mind. And I'm going to just say a little caveat, none of this has to be perfect. You're not perfect. I'm not perfect. None of us are going to eat perfect. The process is not perfect, but it could be so much better than the life you're living now in the body you're living now. In order to live in a modern body, you need to know how to manage your mind. So I'm so excited to teach you. A little more about me before I go. I'm 46. I'm a mom of three grown boys. We have twins that are 20 and we have a 17-year-old. He's a senior in high school this year. My husband is a basketball coach at our local college and we live in Northern California. My first business was a huge success. I grew it out of my garage studio for the past 19 years. And this year, my coaching business has now taken over and become my main focus. But I love entrepreneurship. I love making money. I love helping people. That's why this business is even more powerful for me than the jewelry businesses. This one helps people and it just makes me so happy to be able to share what I have learned and created in my own life. I love cooking. I love yoga. I love working out. 
I love camping, especially in a trailer, <laughs> tennis, um, traveling, and time with my family and friends. I am an identical twin, which is so fun. I am an identical twin, and then we had fraternal twin boys. So fraternal twins run in my family, in our genetic line. But um, identical twins is totally random in nature, so that's really fun. And my identical twin sister is my best friend. And five years ago, she started a business and has become a big-time entrepreneur, which is now we have have even more in common. It's so exciting. So that is all I've got for you today. I know that I will share even more about me in podcasts to come. Thank you for listening and have a great Tuesday. If you are ready to lose weight permanently, feel confident and at peace around food, I invite you to have a conversation with me. Schedule a consultation to talk about the results I get my private one-on-one clients and how I can help you live in the body you deserve. There's a link in the show notes to find a time for you and I to meet, as well as links to my website and my social sites.